0: Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the fan-sided podcast network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick.
1: All right, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for the VikingAge.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age. Before we get started today, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter. And Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at the Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com/slash the Viking Age. All right, on today's show to help us talk about the Green Bay Packers, who the Vikings are playing this Sunday at noon Central Time inside U.S. Bank Stadium. The Packers are eight and two. The Vikings are four and five. And I believe the Packers, last time I checked, are only favored by a point and a half. Uh, that line dropped a little bit. Since uh, last couple of days, so to help us talk about the game and just the, the rivalry in general between the Packers and Vikings is Dominic Fister from us here at the Viking Age. He's been on the show in the past, so welcome back, Dominic.
0: Yeah, glad to be back. Thanks for having me back on the show, Adam. All
1: right, before we get into some Packers and Vikings talk, uh, I haven't talked to you in a little bit, so I just want to get you know what what are you currently feeling about. The Vikings after their, their their first nine games of the season
0: uh it's it's pretty consistent of the Kirk Cousins era with the Vikings in terms of like I feel we're at that a very we're getting very close to make or break point mm-hmm. where you come out of this game and you're five and five right or or you're four and six mm-hmm. and now it's time to press the panic button a little bit on four and six. Now you're, you're only a game, a game back out of the playoffs right now. Yep. Um, putting yourself in a good position, depending on what happens tonight with uh, Atlanta and new England, you could um, make a push there. But I think that up to this point, it's been a typical of the Kirk cousins era where they, they, well, this year's kind of also been an anomaly, but usually they win the games they are supposed to, they lose the games they are supposed to, and they don't, do much in between but this year it's just been a complete coin flip so
1: for, yeah for real like it really has been <laughs> must some games have come down to a coin flip
0: <laughs> yeah uh, they've boat.
1: gone to overtime three times uh but the good news is after they play the packers on sunday they get you know their schedule gets a little easier they play the 49ers lions Steelers, and bears so if they do go four and six they do have an opportunity to to kind of you know Make up for some of that. Maybe go 3-1, and possibly 4-0. Who knows? Uh, a bunch of those teams are weird, too. It's like the 49ers just killed the Rams, and the Steelers just tied with the Lions, um, and the Bears, you know. The Bears game is on Monday night in Chicago, so we always know how, how that game goes in primetime in Chicago. It doesn't matter what the Bears record is. The Vikings are always going to figure out a way to, try and at least give the game away um that'll be justin fields you know i'm sure that'll be like his coming out party or whatever because he's playing the vikings and that's usually what happens um but it does look slightly easier and I, this week as far as it goes like playing the packers you know everyone's thinking they have a chance you know get five and five and i'm just like waiting for for something to drop because like that's the way the season is has gone now and, like i'm waiting for like saturday and them to be like the Vikings have placed Kirk Cousins on the reserve COVID list. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm like, that's, I feel like that's going to happen or something like, I'm just like, oh, like, you know, something like that. Because the week they had a bunch of like false positives this week. Seems to be getting better because some of those guys, it was like Brian O'Neill and DJ Wanham. So you're like, oh, they kind of need those guys. um, And then comes back that they're false positive, so they're available for this game, and it looks like Patrick Peterson's coming back, Harrison Smith, Anthony Bars. So you're like, oh, we got the, all these guys coming back. Aaron Jones is out for the Packers. You're like, things are looking up. I'm just, I'm just, it's, I feel like it's the Vikings fan in me. It's just like, something's going to happen. Like, if it doesn't, okay, but like, I uh, just got a weird feeling, and it's just probably just part of being a Vikings fan. I'm, I'm sure you just have, you just feel that way whenever you think or just watch about the Vikings I'm sure you feel that way too
0: <laughs> yeah here, here we go again right the, you, know, <laughs> and, you know Vikings fan and everything I think that yeah all signs are going to point to everyone's kind of expecting that close game or word what are we a point and a half underdogs you said yep yeah so I don't even want to think about Soldier Field nothing good ever happens in Soldier Field no but Lambeau Fields um They've been
1: kind of successful there recently. They, the yeah,
0: well, I was actually looking back in a high, on on that article I just wrote, yeah. check it out the Viking Age. <laughs> yep, yep. But um a, a majority of those wins have come in Green Bay.
1: Yeah. And they had that tie too, I think Kirk Cousins first season where they came back. They were down like 14 points or something and they came back and, and got the tie because you know Daniel Carlson couldn't make a field goal. But uh you know, he's with the Raiders now and he makes every kick, so that's that's good. Yeah, that um, game. Cool. Um <laughs> Yeah, based based on what you, what you've seen so far we'll just do a kind of a, a quick run through here like do you think Mike Zimmer is back next year
0: Oof. um I'm gonna give him three weeks and we'll we'll evaluate we'll evaluate <laughs> the situation in three weeks okay. i uh after I, I was at the Baltimore Ravens game and yeah. I was ready for just just based off the Dallas game and then Baltimore and back to back weeks I was ready um I, I hate to fire the head coach in the middle of the season, but I was ready for like a peaceful separation mm-hmm. at the end of the year, a mutual separation. Zimmer
1: has agreed to resign.
0: Okay. Yeah, something like that. It just to me it almost feels like the coaching staff and the personnel it just it just doesn't mesh somehow. It just doesn't go together. Oh, it feels like they're fighting each, each other, you know.
1: It might have something to do with Mike Zimmer picking someone who's never called plays before to be his offensive coordinator and like it's not even looking like Stefanski as you can't compare those two because you're like oh well Stefanski never called plays before either but Stefanski was with the Vikings for like 14 years so he was at least on a coaching staff for a long time learned a lot from a bunch of people Kubiak's been in the NFL for like three or four years and he's been wow a quarterbacks coach under his dad like that's the only system he really knows I'm sure he knows other systems as well but like is not like there's a. I just feel like they kind of just mailed it in when it it came to picking their offensive coordinator, um, which they've done in the past, um, and it's kind of worked out. They went with Shermer, you know, who's still on the staff, and they went with, but uh, Stefanski. Um, but yeah, this one and the the I feel like the whole co defensive coordinator thing still bothers me too. Like, why why do you need to have co defensive coordinator? Just have one or none. You you call the defensive plays anyways. Who cares if you have a defensive coordinator? I'm sure like Andre Patterson's job and Adam Zimmer's job are not so much more different because they're co-defensive coordinators now. Maybe they run some meetings, um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not. I I don't know about Zimmer because I I know the the wolves like the ownership likes continuity. They like organizations like the Giants and Steelers and stuff, and they look at those as like a model organization. So. Um the fact that it hasn't blown up already, it could have it almost did I feel like if they lost to the Chargers last week, things could have gotten a little ugly but I
0: I think that um yeah it it, it will also which which is so confusing to me is that so Zimmer's a defensive minded head coach, yeah well, so you would imagine they would allocate more veteran head veteran coaches to the offensive side of the ball like yeah. they had gary Kubiak yep. but instead they they just put all. It seems like they just put all their coaching attention on the defense. I mean, you have mm-hmm. not one but two defensive coordinators with a defensive line and head coach, and then you leave this. Kid. And they've got
1: a, they've got a senior defensive assistant too, um, Paul Gunther, who used to be with the Raiders and, and Bengals. He's their senior defensive assistant.
0: Because why not? Why well, wouldn't like? <laughs> <that. laughs> but why would you leave this kid all by like all yeah. by himself yeah. in the uh, uh, in the OC chair? It, it, it doesn't make sense to me i think that's where you see that conservative play calling in yeah. these tight moments is just based off of inexperience and yeah. it's getting very frustrating and i think that's a big reason why we're losing these games
1: the rumor is he got some help last week from uh quarterbacks coach andrew ginocco that's the rumor going around I'm glad,
0: so. I'm glad 10 10 weeks or nine weeks into the season <laughs> we, we've discovered we need to get the the ball to Justin Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And We discovered and Cook. That We need to help out our young people. and Dalvin yeah. Cook.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, get the ball to your best players. Weird, you know, it's a weird philosophy. <laughs> you know, not many teams do it, but you know, the best ones do. So, uh, all right, sticking with uh, who's coming back and up, Kirk Cousins. Think he's coming back next year. He's got a, right now. He's got a forty-five million dollar cap hit. Oof,
0: man, that's a lot. I think. Once his con- what he's got two years left on his what? contract, one one year, I think he finishes out the contract
1: with the forty five.
0: Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if they'll try to convert it into a signing bonus, or yeah. that's a popular thing going on now. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, it really depends how they feel about Kellen Mond too. I guess
1: the thing with his though, I don't think they can convert it into signing bonus because I think it's all fully guaranteed anyways. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they can do with that. They can either trade him, extend him. I Bruce just, yeah,
0: play. I don't see a team trading for Kirk Cousins and taking oh, that. Oh, you
1: don't? Somebody traded uh, for Sam Darnold last year. And Jared <laughs> Goff. Well, they, yeah, maybe, that, they, mean, they gave Jared Goff in exchange for Matt Stafford. But, I mean, teams, what, teams traded for Brock Osweiler? Like, There's a team out there that would take Kirk Cousins. You look at the Broncos, uh, George Payton over there now. I could see him going there. Definitely. Especially with Pat Shermer being there still.
0: hmm Yeah. There's, I mean, there's yeah. always there's always
1: a team looking for a quarterback. Yeah, I would say I, I would say Washington, but he's not going back there.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, right. Or or San Francisco, unfortunately. That that rumor is yeah, yeah. always alive every well, year. But I, 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 Trey I, Lance.
1: Yeah, be. they got Trey Lance, so I don't know if that's gonna happen and you know, you don't know what maybe you look at the Steelers. They're they're an organization that I feel like would do well with him as far as they don't need him to do a lot. Just, you know, don't mess up, which is kind of what Cousins likes to do. He likes to just not mess up, even if it's not the best option.
0: Throw throw passes to the running back. Yeah, because look at
1: Roethlisberger. He's he's not doing much back there. And Mike Tomlin, you know, he... He's been with the team for a while, and they always have a solid defense. So I think the Steelers might be a team to, to keep an eye on. Maybe even the Seahawks if they get rid of Russell Wilson. Who knows? There's always a team you never know. You never
0: yeah. know. Yeah,
1: that's that's one thing I've learned like covering the NFL for like what, since like 2013. Um, there's you, always just there's always a chance no matter what you think about the Vikings getting Patrick Peterson. Nobody saw that coming. You know, Stefan Diggs getting traded to the Bills. I think some people could have predicted that, but nobody really like thought it would actually happen. Um, just it's a, a, lot, movie, um, a lot of examples.
0: In, in the offseason, if if Spielman or Zimmer or whoever the OC is for the Vikings, if they keep Kubiak, if anyone of the three says Kirk's our quarterback, then you know Kirk's gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's our quarterback. We have no intention of trading Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. That's um, how. Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye out on the at the uh, the the combine press conference. That's usually when they're like, no, we have no. Way. That's usually actually when Zimmer spills the beans. where like, he like subliminally like gives his true feelings because before they even signed Kirk, he was all like, you know, I told I told Rick we can't we can't go spending like a bunch of money on a quarterback because that takes away from the rest of the team. Because he probably knew, like, hey, we're gonna go after Kirk Cousins, and he's like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> we just won with Case Keenum. Why do we need to spend money on Kirk Cousins? But uh, yeah, all right. So you think you think he'll be back?
0: I do. I-, I think he's played very very well this year. I think he's earned it to come back.
1: He has, but those let those cow that Cowboys and Ravens game. It just brings it just, back to yeah. old Kirk. It's just like
0: yeah, he's played so well. I, but th- it-
1: I thought he turned a corner and.
0: You're never confident in that two minute how many yeah, you're never confident in the two minute Joe when he's got the ball. It, it's pretty striking when he says that he doesn't know if he's allowed to call timeout. <laughs> and you're the what? captain of the what team.
1: Like, Tenure vet, veteran. Ten year veteran.
0: Tenure vet, you're the captain. You're about to you're you have this huge contract and you're not allowed to call timeout. I don't understand that. But I, think, team, I, I
1: think I think Zimmer good. disputed that actually. I think he did say that. Cousins is, is a allowed to.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah. even want to know. what the, <laughs> the well, but.
1: they have that. They have that meeting now. The forty-five minutes. Yeah, like get they, together and sing songs and stuff. Yeah.
0: They, yeah, that's what I mean. They just they just that's not a marriage. That's not a good no marriage. I don't
1: I don't think it was ever going to be good from the start. I think Zimmer's like, you took my Teddy, you took Teddy away from me, and I'm gonna make life miserable for you. Um. So yeah, I, I Zimmer would love a quarterback. I feel like Zimmer would like Lamar Jackson a lot just because he runs so much and he's like, yes, this is, this is what I want him to do. Yeah. I think he would like, like Zimmer or like Lamar Jackson a lot. A lot of people would, cause he's just really good. Um, <laughs> all right, let's just move on to the Vikings and Packers. Like I mentioned before, they play on Sunday noon central time inside us bank stadium. Uh, so this will be just an early afternoon game. Usually, you see, I th- I feel like uh, oh I think the game in Lambo is a is a primetime game. Uh, this year when the Vikings play the Packers later this year, I think that's a primetime game. Um, but this one is a afternoon game. The Vikings actually play pretty well in noon games, in the past at least with Kirk Cousins. Uh, Aaron Jones is out for this game. Aaron Rodgers hasn't practiced this week, but he says he's gonna play. He's gonna play. Um but Packer week, what do you instantly think of when you think about Vikings-Packers?
0: I think of non-holding calls. <laughs> I, think of, I think of Aaron Rodgers scrambling outside the pocket on like second and long, third and long, and just completing, just keeping the chains moving. And it's yeah. just, it, it it's really bad for my health <laughs> to watch that over and over again. But that's that's the first two things that I think of. Just the fact that he always keeps the chains moving, whoever it is, you know, Randall Cobb or whether it was Jordy Nelson or now, now he just instantly, if you have one on one with Devontae Adams, it's going back shoulder for oh. first down. And it's just a cheat code and it should be legal. And <laughs> Yeah, or though
1: they, or they got the pick plays that, you know, that aren't that aren't offensive pass interference for the Packers, but they are for everyone else.
0: There's actually a stat today uh, that came out. The Vikings are, they have 23 holding penalties in nine games. That's the most in the league.
1: And Ali Udo has 20 of them.
0: <laughs> he actually and, has six. Uh, the Packers have had nine holding penalties. Of course. In, in 10 games, with three of them being dismissed.
1: Of course. So. Yeah, of course they do. Um, and they, But they don't have uh, Bakhtiari, their uh, left tackle. And I don't think, he's been out for the whole season, But I don't, and I don't think he's going to be ready to, to play on Sunday, so that's, I guess that's good. Well, yeah, it's good for Everson Griffin. Um, He's typically done pretty well against the Packers. Yeah, with Aaron Rodgers back there, you just always got to worry. The game is, I think Patrick Peterson talked about it today for the Vikings when he spoke to the media that, like, you have to play until the very last second. Like, the Packers are never out of it um, unless it's a blowout, as long as he's the quarterback. Like, he's going to keep you in no matter what. It's just, it's really annoying, especially this year with the, all the attention that Aaron Rodgers is getting, positive and negative, or I'm just, I'm just, I'm sick of him, but at the same time, I'm like, he's really good, and like, he knows he's good, and that's what makes it even annoying too, but it's like, but he's good, so like, you get to the point where like, I got to this point where like Tom Brady, even Brett Favre before he got to the Vikings, where it's just like, they're good, like, I can't, I can't get mad at them anymore, Like, you just got to figure out a way to to beat them some other way, you know, Not and not just be like, we got to shut down Aaron Rodgers or or Tom Brady. Like, that's not going to happen. You got to figure out some other way.
0: You got to, yeah, you got to take something else away. You got to make, stop the run. You got to, or just keep up. I don't know. You can't, because you know you're not going to stop them. Although Zimmer has had some success against Rodgers in terms of just making life difficult.
1: And the fans are back this year. That was a big difference. Last year, Aaron Rodgers was like playing in an empty stadium was getting Vikings players to, to come off sides in their own stadium. Yeah. That hard to
0: watch. I so know. It'll
1: be much different. It'll be a lot louder. Um, hopefully Vikings fans did not sell their Packers tickets, you know, before last week's game. Unfortunately, I'm thinking some of them might have, um, but cause I don't want to hear that stupid Packers chant. Uh, in the middle of the game where it's, go Packers. No, I don't want to hear that in the Vikings stadium. I like hearing, I liked hearing the skull chant in uh, the Chargers stadium, but that's because the Chargers don't have fans. The Vikings have fans. So I don't want to hear that. Um, but when I think of Vikings-Packers, I I, I'm a little older than, older than you, so I think of Randy Moss, his Monday night debut in 98. Um, that was a classic where he just torched the Packers. Uh, I think of was that the, the Rand- disgusting? No, nope, no, nope, that was that was his, that was rookie season, and I think uh, the disgusting yeah. act was like 2005. That was the playoff game. Uh, Ramos did the moon shoot. He sh- he shot the moon, as uh, Chris Collinsworth likes to say. And yeah, Joe Buck's disgusting act. Um, yeah. will live in that call will live in infamy in Vikings history. Um, I think of that uh, Antonio Freeman catch. I don't know if you ever seen that highlight where like he's the ball's like bobbling on his shoulder and he catches an overtime to win um, for the Packers to win. Obviously I think of Brett Favre playing for the Vikings against the Packers, you know, beating them on Monday night and then going to Lambeau and beating them. I think of what else did I think? Oh, opening us bank stadium against the Packers. I think you wrote about that. Uh, the home opener, the regular season home opener. They beat the – that was Sam Bradford and Stefan Diggs, and everyone thought, oh, here we go, Sam Bradford, he's the guy. And then, no. Um, But, yeah.
0: It's that optimism. Yeah, there's there's a lot.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. And I think you can go back to probably like the 70s and think of more stuff, but I'm not that old, and I don't don't know. And I'm just looking forward to the next decade of the Vikings dominating the Packers because Aaron Rodgers is going to be gone. We already saw Jordan Love, and he does not look very good. So I'm excited about that. Sorry, Packers fans, but I'm, actually I'm not. All right, let's move on. Least favorite Packers Vikings memory.
0: Least favorite two losses come to mind in my adolescent uh, Vikings fanhood. Here uh, would be one of them was in 2014 when uh, we lost 42 to 10. Oh, yeah. We just we just went into Lambeau and well we didn't we didn't even show up. Was that, had-
1: was that a home game? Or was that in Lambo?
0: I want to say it was in Lambo. We lost. We just didn't. Maybe it was home, but we didn't. I even think it was
1: go. when they were in their temporary. They were in the Gophers. Oh, we were. Yeah. Stadium.
0: We didn't even show up to the game. We were down 42 to nothing before. <laughs> it was like, I I don't even know. We just didn't even decide to play. It was, we were two and three going into the game. Like, it wasn't like we were bad. We, <laughs> so we, we just didn't even. Oh, no, it wasn't Lambo.
1: I remember that because it was, uh, because ponder started that game um because i think teddy got a concussion or something or he hurt his foot or something the week before and they the vikings didn't let him play and ponder started and got his ass kicked surprise
0: surprise our first round pick christian ponder
1: yeah right um yeah where is he uh being a dad somewhere yeah that that was a that was a bad one Uh, i think uh I think I've probably like tried to erase that from my memory. I think there's a, it's like a GIF or uh, just a screenshot of Teddy just having like a, a sad face or something on the sideline that people uh, like to bring up from that game. Um, that's all I remember from that. Cause I try and not think about that stuff. You said you had two games.
0: Yep. That was the first one. Um, and the second one was in 2019. Um, we had the opportunity to be two and L and, uh, just a just a bad game by Kirk uh, it was the game where dalvin mm-hmm. had that 75 yard touchdown run at mm-hmm. the end of the first half mm-hmm. and it kind of felt like we had some momentum going but there was just it just seemed like we were lacking juice we were down 14 nothing dalvin broke one had a great game actually i think he had like 150 plus rushing yards mm-hmm. um we moved the ball all over the place but uh we had eight penalties for 100 yards and it just yeah just that was the
1: double that was a double coverage uh, interception right at the end of the
0: yeah, game yeah yeah and he, he hit digs late with like five minutes to go in the game over the top for a touchdown and then uh we had the extra point get blocked so every time we did something good it felt like we just took two steps back one and step Diggs,
1: forward Diggs just took to his run. helmet off right
0: or he faked i think that's I when he's taking it off or maybe he,
1: he might yeah i think he took it off and got a penalty
0: yeah he was I he was frustrated
1: that, the whole game that he was he was either getting like held or something or he wasn't getting the ball i think he took it off and got a penalty
0: yeah, that game. That was, was just- the uh,
1: beginning of the end
0: <laughs>
1: for Mister Tiggs in uh, Minnesota. Yeah, I remember that game. Um, that was frustrating to watch too, because you're like, this. You know, who did they beat in Week One? I think they beat the 49ers. The Vikings did, uh, and that was like they beat Garoppolo and, and George. I think that George Kittle. That was like his coming out game or whatever. People didn't really know about him. Um, he had like over 100 yards receiving, um, but they beat. Garoppolo and it looked pretty convincingly. And I think Dalvin that was you know, Dalvin Cook was supposed to be like super healthy because he was two years removed from his tourney C L. And then yeah, they go they're just flat against the Packers.
0: It just felt like we were the better team and just couldn't pull out yeah. a win.
1: And I think the week after was when they played the Bills and Oh no, that was twenty eighteen. That was twenty eighteen. That was that twenty eight yeah. Yeah they, played, yeah. they played week two 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 years in a row in Lambeau. Um, but yeah, I don't want to talk about that Bills game. Um, there's a Josh Allen hurdle photo going around still that I don't like to ever see. Um, uh, all right, so I think my least favorite Vikings Packers memory. I, I just don't like watching them lose to the Packers. Like I don't know. Like maybe the playoff game or was it twenty twenty twelve. When uh, Joe Webb had to start.
0: Oh, God. Um, <laughs> no, you almost can't even get mad about that. Cause yeah. Like, Everyone's to? like,
1: yes, Joe Webb, he can do great. He did. He won Tuesday Night Football like a year ago. He can beat the Packers. And I think Ponder had like a bruise on his arm. Or whatever. And Ponder was actually like playing kind of decent. So people were getting mad at him for not playing. But his bruise was like covering his whole arm. Um, That was Peterson's MVP year and they shut him down. Cause that's all you had to do to beat the Vikings in 2012. Um, that's probably yeah one of my least least favorite. Just and then just getting blown out in U.S. Bank Stadium last year. It wasn't even a game. Like from the start, it wasn't even. It was nothing. And obviously, no fans played a part in that. But still, like it's week one, you can't like you can't be competitive. Come on.
0: I know you come out flat. Come on. All right.
1: What are some Packers players? That you've loved, you've loved to root against.
0: Oh, I just had a fun time making this list. Start, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, number one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Zaydaire Smith, Devontae Adams, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Jones, yeah. David Bakhtiari. You can list the whole roster. <laughs> I'm going down. Brian Balaga, Clay okay. Matthews, yeah. Jordan Nelson, Eddie Lacy.
1: Eddie Lacy. Oh man, he almost he was almost a Viking. Yeah. Do you remember that? He was he actually almost like he visited the Vikings he like came and visited and did all that I think I want to say it was 2016 and I think they signed Latavius uh, Murray or that was I'm um, or I mix him up but I know he, it was 2015 or 2016 he made that he actually came and like did the visit and everything I think he signed with the Seahawks
0: He didn't like uh the, the meals in Minnesota It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> waiting for waiting for that where is he where is he now Oh man!
0: huh. yeah. He, he wasn't bad.
1: Like when he was first with the Packers, like he was pretty good.
0: He was huge. He, that's why I didn't like him. It was like third down. Every third down, he yeah. just barrel people over, and they're trying to do the same <laughs> thing with AJ Dillon now. But
1: yeah, yeah, I'm I'm worried about. Kind of worried about him on Sunday. Like people are like, "Oh, Aaron Jones isn't playing." It's like
0: AJ Dillon isn't terrible. Yeah, they dress, Yeah, the Vikings' you, defense is not that good. I just can picture a physical just him barreling yeah. over people.
1: I, that's why I think Anthony Barney is a player because I think the run defense is way better when he's on the field. He just makes sure that everyone gets in the right spots and the right gaps and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, my least favorite Packers players right now, I got to go with Jair Alexander just because he's so cocky. But he has a right to be. He's good. But at the like, same time... Like him and him getting into stuff with Thielen and and I think Jefferson last year, it's like come on, like <laughs> you're 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 okay, you're not Jalen Ramsey or whatever, like chill out. Um, and I kind of want him to be on the Vikings actually, so that's probably why I don't like him because he went to I the like Packers. Too. I love- and they, I think, who'd they draft instead? Uh, was that the, was that Mike Hughes? Was that the year? I don't know, I can't I can't remember. Or maybe they, I think they got Garrett Bradbury actually, so that's even worse. Um, but yeah, I don't like him. I don't like Clay Matthews. Um, I don't know. There's there's not a whole lot of Packers like I don't like just because, just they're good. Like it's like, like I mentioned with Aaron Rodgers before. I'm like I can't get mad at him just because he's he's good. Like he backs it up. It's not like I'm watching like Jay Cutler, and I'm like he's got a few good seasons, and you know, people are like he's so good, and it's like. Not really. Aaron Rodgers is good. He was MVP last year. Threw like what, like almost fifty touchdowns. Yeah, um, they
0: just they just look really efficient under the floor, and
1: it's and annoying. Like they were so annoying. They were supposed to get a worse coach, not a better one.
0: I know, I know.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, but you know what? They still can't get to the Super Bowl. So, um, what about some of your like I've been mentioning? Just kind of respecting Packers players like. Some Packers players that you know, you want to dislike, but you just can't because they're just—they're good and they're not like terrible people. Like who are some of those guys that maybe come to mind?
0: Yeah, I think um, Brett Favre. <laughs> for sure, for, for, sure for sure. But other than that, I actually I liked Greg Jennings. I liked uh, Donald yeah. Driver. Yep. The yep. two receivers. Yep. I don't know what it was. Um, just seemed like businessmen, you know, Jody Nelson guy. Jordy Nelson, you can't uh, – yeah, I don't want to like Jordy Nelson, but he's like paved the way for Adam Thielen, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why do you say that? Why do you say that?
0: <laughs> he just yeah. – um, yeah. he just always seemed to be like wide open on skinny posts, all like the greatest skinny post runner of all time. He just was always open 40 yards downfield. But I also liked uh, on their, that Super Bowl run they had was their defensive lineman, Jonathan Jolly. It would do the yep. oh no no BJ, BJ, or yeah Jonathan
1: Jolly but B J Raji would do or, the uh, yeah he was there and then the one before that the Super Bowl run before that was like Gilbert Brown if you remember him mm-hmm. that big guy would like he he wore a visor he had like he was like three hundred and fifty pounds and he had this tiny helmet and he wore a visor it's like what are you, <laughs> what are you doing yeah I remember B J Raji um, yeah I totally forgot the Packers went to the Super Bowl in two thousand eleven and they won right they beat the Steelers they
0: won the Steelers yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah, Charles um, think You got to put up there too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget yeah. about. It. I forget about him. I just think of him as a Raider. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was good. He was good with the Packers. Um, I don't know. Maybe Ryan Longwell. I don't
0: know. <laughs> Why not Matt Flynn? We'll toss him on there. <laughs> um I think at
1: Dorsey Levins, like he's one of the guys that comes to mind when I think of the Packers. Dorsey Levins, He's kind of a a late nineties kind of running back. I'm on green. Um, they've had some pretty decent running backs, but yeah, I just, I had you on this week cause I didn't want to talk to anyone who actually like admits to rooting for the Packers um, on my show. So that's why <laughs> yeah, I you I feel I, well, Or it's... anyone, anyone who tries to convince themselves that uh, a piece, a piece of paper is worth $300.
0: I don't know what's going on. <laughs> my, uh, I, my cousins are big Packers fans. They live yeah. in up to New York, just the same as me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're big Packers fans. They wear the cheese heads. But yeah. I don't know what it is about the Packer fan base. But they, it's similar to the Cowboys. But the Cowboys had that decade. They've had you know history of dominance. Yeah. Uh, the Packers won the first two Super Bowls, and then I don't think they won one until Favre won one in. Yeah. 90s and then Rogers won one in 2011. Yeah. But at the same time, you had three of the best. You had you go, you transition right from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, and you have two Super Bowls to show for it mm-hmm. over the court. It's not like you've been dominating the NFL at all.
1: Yeah, like Reggie White, too. And yeah, they haven't and they had a,
0: sure. they've never built a team around either of those two. <laughs> they never, they just relied on fantastic quarterback play and, and just people just who like you like you, they're like they're you figure it
1: out. You can do it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it feels like I mean, like the the Packers would never start Joe Webb in a playoff game. No. They don't know what that's like. And I can't no. wait for that day. In the next where they have next they can't is. start Bart Star and they can't start Brett Favre and they it's can't coming. start Aaron Rodgers. And the
1: eighties they were terrible. No one ever mentions that. They were terrible. No yeah, one ever I
0: think that. I, I hope we uh we're gonna revert back to that eventually. Let's Let's they just—they're just privileged. They're just—they're just privileged. They don't understand. They don't know what it's like to struggle. They're silver spooners.
1: That's like Patriots fans. Like if you're a young Patriots fan, you have no idea, like, you're right, anything else other than winning Super yeah. Bowls. And it's like, do you realize the Patriots were terrible for like the first forty years of their existence, and then that's Tom Brady who, uh, came along.
0: That's who Brett Favre beat in Super Bowl.
1: Was yes, Drew Bledsoe, Drew Bledsoe, and Bill Parcells. Um, all right, that's all I got for you today, Dominic. Uh, where can people follow you on Twitter?
0: Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Nucci underscore 17. That's N-U-C-C-I underscore 17.
1: Make sure to go check out his stuff on the Viking Age as well. Make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. But until next time, we will talk to you later.